This is the Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Southtown Hyundai. Check out the Southtown Hyundai Advantage at southtownhyundai.ca. It's time for Overrated, Underrated with Ryder and Lisa. All right, let's do this. I think that raking leaves is overrated, especially after hearing that you're supposed to leave leaves on the ground. That's why they're called leaves. Yeah, they're good. You know what? That's really funny. Mm-hmm. And I hope that's true because it is good for the lawn. And when it rains and there's leaves on the ground, the bugs like pull them into the dirt and then it helps the soil. It's a great cycle. That's why I left them there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then yesterday I just felt guilty. I felt like it looks messy. So I wanted to at least sweep up all of the leaves that were on the pavement and up the stairs. And then I got carried away and then I ended up doing the front lawn. Eight full bags later. What am I supposed to do with those bags? Yeah, the last uh, pickup for yard waste was on November 1st. So I just look like a procrastinator. Well, and I just don't know what we're going to do with I eight paper bags, like the big paper bags mm-hmm. from Canadian Tire. They're full of leaves. And then it rained last night. I was like, oh, great. It's going to be a real mess on the driveway, I'll tell you that. All those bugs under the ground are so pissed at me right now. They're like, where are our leaves? We're yeah. supposed to be sucking them into the ground. It rained. How mad are you going to be if I just take the bags that you've done and sprinkle them all over the lawn again? I would be so mad, but I do think that would be a great thing to do to someone you don't like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should take him over to somebody's house. Let's go take him over to Grant's house. He's our old roommate. He just mm, bought a house. Yeah. I don't think they actually have any trees in their front yard. so They'd be very confused. He never raked when he lived at the house, so maybe it's time. Good luck. His kids would be pumped. The kids there, like, mm-hmm. right, to plant all those leaves. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Uh, my overrated, underrated is bravery, underrated from kids. My nine-year-old yesterday, as we're driving, we heard a commercial for the flu shot. And she's I like, still don't think this is a true story. It's like, a true story. Because she's so scared of needles. It just doesn't make sense to me what happened. So a, a switch flipped, but she's like, uh, we should go get our flu shots, eh? I can't believe she said that. A nine-year-old. And I was like, yeah, you want to do it right now? And she's like, yeah, may as well get it over with. <gasps> I like, just can't. She didn't even bargain for, like, treats or anything. I was the one that was like, if you go through with this, I'll give you an ice cream sandwich. She's like, oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. I can't believe this story. We went in and we got our flu shots, and she, like, took it like a champ. And then we came home. She's like, yeah, arm's a little sore. She was such a beauty. She came in, and it was, like, no big deal. Like, even when you came through the door to tell me and our other roommate, Jeff, about it, she was so casual. She wasn't even doing the, like, pretending that she's not proud face she just didn't care yeah it was awesome uh so uh, underrated experience for sure because like last year (laughs) there was a three-week lead-up of answering questions about needles about like telling her there's no need to cry we're not doing this until next week uh kind of dragging her in yeah just terrible so when you text because you texted me yesterday you're like "We're, we're just grabbing our flu shots and then we'll be home in my mind i'm like oh man I can't imagine what he's going through right now. Like, she's probably having a meltdown. I no. bet I bet her mom and you planned this a week ago, and you just surprised her last minute with the shot. Nope. No, it was her idea. Her idea. She was just, like, smoking a cigarette. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, shout out to brave nine-year-olds. Yeah. Pretty awesome to be around. Some of the pictures of the Northern Lights have been just insane the last few days. Yeah, there's a filter on them. They don't actually look like that, I bet. 
I wouldn't know. I actually have never seen them. And nobody believes me. They're like, you just want attention. Like, that's what my friend Doug said to me once. I was like, what are you talking about? What a stupid thing to want attention for. <laughs> I've never seen them. I've never physically seen the green dancing lights in the sky. I don't know if it's because I walk with my head down. You must. Like, you grew up in St. Albert. So I know. The first probably year that you claimed this, I thought you were lying the whole time, too. I'm not lying. I've never seen them, Ryder. And yes, I would go out to, like, bush parties out in, like... The middle of nowhere. The middle of nowhere on weekends, but I was partying. I was looking. I was looking at the fire. Too busy making out in the bush. Probably, to honestly, see the northern lights. So yeah, I've never seen them, and it's gone to the point now where, like last week when everyone was hyping up the northern lights, I was like, okay, it's my time. I'm gonna see them. I'm gonna drive out into a field where there's no city lights, and I'm gonna embrace this. And then I checked Twitter beforehand, and people were saying, nah, don't waste your time. Or if they're it's not really happen, popping tonight anymore, they, yeah. And if they do, it won't be till 11 p.m. I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, I'm not going outside at 11. I don't care. I'm over it. So you're you're actually over something yeah. you've never experienced. Yeah. I can die happy knowing that I never saw the Northern Lights. Who no, cares? No, no. You know, they- that's like saying, oh, I absolutely hate roller coasters. Even though you've never been on one, you can't say that. I've been on the baby one, the dragon one in West Edmonton. No, no, I'm not saying you. I'm oh. just saying in general. Well, I've also never done a real roller coaster. Also can die happy knowing I've never done that. No, thanks. Just not interested. And that's fine. It's very Larry David of me, but I can embrace the Larry David side of me. And I can confidently say right now, I'm over it. I do not care about the Northern Lights. So Ugh. stop tagging me. In the posts online from Aurora followers or whatever the heck. Yeah, yeah. You all know what to do, right? No, don't. Please tag Lisa in every no. Northern Lights picture. you've. Please. I don't want it to be part of my brand anymore. I don't want it to be part of my personality. You know how people are like, I've never seen Avatar. And you're like, whoa. I don't want to be the I've never seen the Northern Lights girl. You but- are her. And you're not willing Mm-mm. to put in... And like you said, it's so much work. You have to do research. You have have to plan accordingly. Outside and look up when they're happening. That's what you have to do. We live close to a golf course. You could walk onto the course and look up. That's what. That's not a lot of work for something that like people fly here to see. No, they don't. Yes, they do. They're like a mystery of the world. How is this? Like people will fly to Canada. To enjoy the Northern Lights, and you won't go outside and look up. And like we're getting to the point now where I'm gonna be like, no, they're right there, and you'll be like, I'm not looking. I don't want to see them. <laughs> A quick thinking nine-year-old in Brockton, Massachusetts. I can never say that properly. I'm really sorry. Has been uh, credited with saving her entire family. Uh, especially her parents, who were overcome by carbon monoxide. This after there was no power in their neighborhood for about three days. They borrowed somebody's generator, and uh, she no. could yeah she could hear her dad yelling, and ran to find him with uh, her mom who had lost consciousness. Earlier thought it was just a migraine. Turns out no, not the case. But the dad was so overwhelmed by like a color. The sorry, the colorless, odorless gas that she had to grab his phone to call 911. Here's the thing. There's a password on it. So she had to use his face and scan his face in order to unlock his phone to then call 911. This is why in my mind, I'm like, man, if you have kids, get a landline. 
Like, well, that's so much work to yeah. get access to the phone, but I guess not a lot of households have landlines anymore. But what a brave nine-year-old. She is the reason why um, the ambulance got there in time and they got Insane. out of the house. Yeah. Uh, a reminder as well that most phones, you can still call 911 even if it's locked. Oh, yeah, that's true. So maybe show your kids how to do that. Yeah, exactly. That's really important for sure. Tell me something good. Show you're like five-year-old, though. They'll call if you don't give them dessert after dinner. They'll be like, Mom, call 911. <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, uh, <laughs> all right, my story is about uh, country star Luke Bryan who is also just a truly nice guy. He was driving on the back roads. Sounds like a song that he was writing. And almost hit a vehicle that was pulled over to the side of the road that had a flat tire. It was a mom and her two kids. He jumped out and said, listen, we need to get your tire changed immediately. I almost just ran into you just because the way the road curved. It was really hard to see. So he jumped into action and he managed to change her tire in a matter of minutes. She was a huge fan of him, but tried to, like, keep it really business-like. <laughs> yeah, of course. And not uh, not fangirl while he was doing his work. But she said that, yeah, uh, a lot of people were commenting on his butt on my TikTok while he was changing my tire. Inappropriate. And, yeah, she said it was really nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But he managed to, uh, to change the tire real quick and get her back on the road. I thought that was a pretty cool story. Yep. Tell me something good. Yesterday... Uh, near the end of the show, we were talking about ridiculous things that you did as a kid, games you would play that potentially were putting you in the hospital and whatnot. This was because I said that we used to all like lean up against the door in our parents' basement and put our head upside down and try and like choke ourselves until we blacked out. Like So dumb. And our parents had no idea. If they did, mm-hmm. we would be grounded. I don't even know how all of us collectively were doing the same dumb games as kids when there wasn't social media for us to learn these things. YouTube wasn't a thing yet. Good point, actually. Like, yeah, did it just spread among like the one kid who moved into your school? Um, it must And it's like, you know, we used to do it. My school, that was the old social media. Uh, But yeah, as we're talking about it, my mom was listening and she said you were making fun of everybody for the dumb games you played, but you also played a lot of really dumb games that were dangerous. (laughs) So we have her on the phone. Probably the dumbest game you guys ever played was you would go downstairs into the basement and you would all have buckets of stinky cards. And it would be dark, and you would uh, tag somebody by throwing a dinky car at them. And if you hit them, they were it. Yeah. Um, and that kind of backfired a little bit a couple of times. One time, someone threw a dinky car at you, and it hit your forehead right on a superficial blood vessel. And so you were spurting blood in little pulsations <laughs> down your face. And everybody came running upstairs screaming. And you know what? I just let it happen. I thought, if you guys are stupid enough to play this kind of a game, I guess maybe you should see the results of it. Bleed out. So, yep, bleed out. <laughs> she did. She told my brother like to say his goodbyes. I did. Well, not. pretty much. I'm sure we could get him on the phone and he'd back me up. It was heavy. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, you guys were pretty scared, but now, uh, I, I, I was pretty annoyed. So there you go. I'd like to say we never played the game again, but all we did was take the like semis and the trucks out of the buckets and we'd just yeah. play with the cars because they didn't do as much damage. There you go. Well, and they flew through the air better, right? <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, thanks, Mom. Appreciate it. Okay. This text says, my ex-husband used to play, throw the lawn dart in the air and try to catch it. He missed it, and it went into his cheek just below his <laughs> eye. Why did so many people use lawn darts in the wrong way? Yeah. Like, those dangerous games. Like, we got a couple um, stories on our Facebook page as well, and there was one comment that said, my friends and I used to close our eyes, and we would take turns throwing a dart up in the air, and then just whoever it landed closest to won. But sometimes, like, wouldn't that land in your shoulder? Yeah, then you'd lose. Uh, that's who loses. Jen's game doesn't sound very uh, safe either. I had three older brothers growing up. We played a game called Switchblade. We would go outside, <laughs> oh, no. stand in front of each other, and throw the switchblade into the grass close to the other person's foot. Then you had to move your foot to where the switchblade was, pick it up without falling. If you were successful, it was your turn, and you'd throw it. This would go back and forth until <laughs> somebody would stretch out too far and fall over. These stories are from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. It's so obvious because where were our parents? It was back when they would just make us go outside and play until the streetlights came on. Yeah. They didn't care what you were doing. There was no such thing as a helicopter parent. Yeah, I'm like, my dad didn't even know my name until I was 12. <laughs> Growing up, my grandmother showed us how to toboggan downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> they had shag carpet, yeah. and she blew up a um, single air mattress, and it had a pillow attachment, so you could sort of flip it up in the front like a toboggan. And then my cousins and my brother and I would get on it, and whoever was in the back would push, and we would slide down the stairs, smack into the wall, and then roll down a couple more steps into the basement. <laughs> I love that your grandma's like, get out of my face. Here, here is a mattress, and good luck with that. This will keep you. This will keep you busy until we have to go to the hospital. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Well, it was usually go outside, but in the winter time, it was here. Let me give you something to do. Right, and we would do it just all the time. Play one oh seven. Uh, bruise ball. Me and my brother made it up. And can you explain it to us? What, what are the rules? I'm so intrigued by bruise ball. <laughs> Uh, we get like a hard ball and we'd wrap and tape it with bubble wrap and then we'd have to sit on opposite sides of like the room and we'd throw it at each other but like you weren't allowed to catch the ball you had to like just redirect it back at each other <laughs> and if you like messed it up anyway like you like disrupted the ball from the to the next person like the punishment was you had to sit in your hands and get the ball thrown at your chest so you'd get a hard ball thrown at your chest we didn't, like, throw it super hard, but, like, yeah, yeah, definitely. And was it I called bruise ball because that was usually the outcome? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was pretty pretty rough at first. Bruise ball, like the name. Um, Melissa says, my brother and I used to play something called squirrel, where we'd, we would jump from treetop to treetop of spruce trees. <laughs> Again, where were our parents? They're also. Just, like, not looking outside at what we're doing? Also, great name. Great name, squirrel? Yeah. So I good. I wonder if our parents actually thought, like, oh, they're probably playing catch. Little do they know you're jumping from tree to tree. Yeah. Um, Corey wrote in saying, back in the 80s, my friend Chris and I would strap on our hockey helmets and gloves and punch each other in the head. Oh, yeah. Cage rage. I'm we, sorry? Cage rage. You, you, We used to have tournaments of that in the hockey dressing room, like after or wow. in between games at tournaments and stuff, and it would be like full-on war. Was the coach in the room, or is this after the no, coach no, left? No, the coach would ditch, and then you'd lock the door and get at her. No. 
so funny, though. Like, kids are so funny and resilient and weird. Bree wrote in saying we should just lay in the middle of the road until cars approach. No, like, again, yeah, we don't. We shouldn't be talking about the ones that are that dumb. It's called speed bump. No, no, no. Don't I, do that. I'm done with this, I think. Play 107. I can't imagine the sheer fear of knowing that a very famous artist is about to release an album about you. <laughs> True. It's happening with Adele and her ex-husband yeah, right yeah. away. And also, Taylor Swift just announced she's releasing a 10-minute little mini um, video, like movie. And it's based off of her re-release of the Red Album, Taylor's version, which was her album from years back. Right. But it was all about Jake Gyllenhaal. So imagine him being like, I have to go through this again. Yeah, and a 10-minute version, like <laughs> an extended version now that she's like <gasps> even had more time to sit and reflect on what shook down. Yeah, that's not good. That's, um, uh, especially, I think in Adele's case, there's a kid involved. Mm-hmm. Well, she so, did say the album's dedicated to her son. She wants him to hear her side of the story for when he's older and stuff. He's so young still. Yeah, so I so, think that she'll even like have some respect there, yes, maybe. Just absolutely. about like having a co-parenting relationship and things like that. But like Some breakup albums are intense. Taylor Swift doesn't have to have a kid that she has to worry about. She can just like straight up. Throw down. I do think the Red Album is extremely underrated. Mm. It should get more love, so I'm excited for its re-release. But man, Jake Gyllenhaal is probably sweating. Did you ever uh, get to writing when it like came to a breakup or even like a love song? I did something so embarrassing once. One time, I burnt a CD for a boyfriend, even though he had already like we broke up, and I wanted to get back together, and he didn't. And I was like, "Well, I'm going to drop off the CD that I burnt for you a couple weeks ago." When we were still dating, and they were all breakup songs, so like obviously I just burnt it. It was oh, so super lame. I know. And you dropped it off. So does that mean you were driving age? Yeah. Oh no. I know. I don't like to talk about it. And then once you were, you met a guy and wrote a song about him too. That didn't go real well. No, we don't need to talk about that story. Yeah. No. I think we do. Um, I met this firefighter at the Pine Downtown, and like things were going good. We were texting for a couple weeks. And then I was like, I'm feeling vulnerable. I'm going to write him a song. Mm -hmm. And then I sent it to him over text and he ghosted me and moved to Manitoba. (laughs) (laughs) He was a firefighter. He was. Yeah. And it was literally when the Fort Mac fires were burning. So like he could have found work here. (laughs) So because of me, I cost a town like three Boston pizzas. Like he didn't go to work. (laughs) He left. Time for Unsung Heroes. This is where we give shout-outs to people, places, and things that don't always get the love and attention they deserve. It's funny, but... Oh, sorry. I always cut you off before you sing that part. Try again. It's funny because we got a text earlier from Thomas saying, can you, if you guys are doing shout-outs today, can you genuinely give one? He then goes on to say, people that actually know how to work the two-lane drive throughs If you don't know what you're doing, he said, said, order ahead or walk into the store, okay? Shout out to them. (laughs) That's cool, too, that, like, he's actually a train, and he texted in the show. Thomas the train. (laughs) All right, let's do this. Shout out to Chris Pratt and his latest post about his wife, Catherine. He said she is his number two treasure in life after a baseball card. That's funny, because you have two kids. They don't even place. I can't believe this guy's going to be Garfield and Mario. Get out of here. Quit trying to make Chris Pratt happen. 
he did happen, and then he decided he wasn't happening anymore. He's trying so hard to be like Ryan Reynolds, and I'm like, I have no time for this. There can only be one. Shout out to anyone who missed the Northern Lights the last few nights. Luckily, according to social media, everyone else you've ever met posted at least 65 pictures of it. So you're good? Shout out to the Oilers scoring a lot lately. Sounds like not Ryder in high school. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Uh. Shout out to most people calling it daylight savings time instead of daylight saving time. You sound like my mom when she talks about the Facebooks. Um, Also, you're saving time by not adding an S. That could be a good way to learn it. Because it takes so long to add S's to things, you know, they drag on. Shout out to days where you drink a lot of water and you think you're finally healthy, but then you go three days with just iced coffee and a loaf of bread in your veins. Shout out to the moose who smashed a window and walked into a classroom in Saskatoon yesterday. Poor Angel. She was asked to leave because she didn't have a mask on. (laughs) Okay. Not in this school. Shout out to The Rock saying he's no longer going to be using firearms on any movie set. Uh, What about those actual arms that you have? Welcome to the gun show. Where are you going to put those? Where are you stashing them guns? (laughs) And finally, shout out to the beautiful sunrise this morning. As I was looking at it, something dawned on me. What? Oh, (laughs) that's good. Ryder and Lisa. Brought to you by Southtown Hyundai. Play 107.